Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News 442-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. And with that, let's jump into the news. Also, I'd like to apologize for no, you, no news yesterday. Well, it was April Fool's Day. And to be honest, I didn't want to dodge that minefield of fake stories and just dumb stories. So we, our apologies, but it was a necessity. First is from GameSpot and written by Steve Watts. BioWare responds to report detailing Anthem's trouble development. BioWare has issued a statement regarding the development of Anthem in response to an article that explored development troubles that may have contributed to its rocky launch. The response explains its rationale for not participating in the story, addresses some of the criticisms, and rebukes what it suggests is some team members tearing down one another. The spark behind the response was an expose published on Kotaku, it spoke with several developers that either worked on the game or familiar with the conditions around its development. Their stories included first-hand accounts of stress and burnout, as well as troubles adapting the Frostbite engine and purported warnings to management that went unheeded. Bauer itself chose not to engage with the article, but the statement makes very clear that the expose is what prompted the response. We'd like to take a moment to address an article published this morning about Bioware and Anthem's development. The statement reads, It then says it stands behind all the developers who worked on the game, and that is why it abstained from participating. We chose not to comment or participate in the story because we felt there was an unfair focus on specific team members and leaders who did their absolute best to bring this totally new idea to fans. We didn't want to be part of something that was attempting to bring them down as individuals, we respect them all, and we built this game as a team. A statement goes on to give BioWare's positions on building a healthy workplace culture and says it will be looking at stress company-wide in feedback and team surveys. It also says that the team collectively accepts criticism but also issues a pointed criticism that appears aimed at those who spoke to Kotaku for the article. We don't see the value in tearing down one another or one another's work, it reads. We don't believe articles that do that are making our industry and craft better. For his part, the expose author Jason Schreier, woo, Jason Schreier, noted on Twitter that BioWare's response was written before they could have read the article. Second is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout Mode is free to play in April. This is awesome. It's finally, like, this. everyone has been figuring this was going to happen. This mode will probably go free to play after Black Ops 4 is done and the next Black Ops is out. But whatever, let's jump into the story. Blackout Mode is free to play for all of April. Developer Treyarch has announced that the last man standing Battle Royale portion of the 2018 shooter will be free for everyone to play from April 2nd through the 30th. If you're playing on console, you'll need an active subscription to PSN or Xbox Live, but aside from that, there's no cost. Just download Black Ops 4, and the Blackout mode will be freely available. And with that, let's enjoy a saucy little ad from Anchor. Third is from GameSpot and written by Jordan Ramey. It's more Blackout news. Here we go. Or Black Ops news. Here we go. Black Ops 4, new Blackout Alcatraz map live now on PS4 and Xbox One. The new Blackout map in Call of Duty Black Ops 4 titled Alcatraz has launched on PS4. Alcatraz is expected to release on Xbox One and PC at a later date. Alcatraz is a small island that means super fast-paced, frenetically fun fighting, Treyarch Studio Design Director David Vondahar said in a video describing the new map, which can be watched in the tweet that is on their Twitter, which I believe is just Black Ops 4, I think. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Treyarch producer Miles Leslie added, 
And our zombies players might recognize this, but we've handcrafted Alcatraz for the blackout experience. So as an island, we've got 40 players in a quad configuration, Leslie continued. So that's 10 teams battling it out, but the other big thing is respawns. The video goes on to explain that when you die, you can respawn 30 seconds later and redeploy back into the game, but only up to five times. Unlike the traditional battle rail method of deploying from a dropship that travels in a straight line at the start of the match, in Alcatraz, you and your team deploy from portals stationed at random points above the island. There's no collapsing zone wall like on Blackout's original map either. Zombies seem to be more plentiful as well roaming throughout the map as opposed to being contained to certain buildings and landmarks. Alcatraz also borrows the zombies mode weapon wall feature including predetermined locations where you can buy a firearm. At these locations, you're guaranteed to find a new weapon every 30 seconds, Vondahar said. As opposed to Blackout's horizontal-focused original map, Alcatraz is more vertical. The center of the island contains a massive landmark called the Cell Block, which provides ample opportunities for attacking, looting, and defending. Surrounding the Cell Block are numerous other landmarks, each one descending in elevation until you get to the island's coast. Alcatraz provides numerous opportunities for players to ascend or descend from snaking paths to climbing cliffs. There's even a tram that provides a direct path for you and your team to go from Alcatraz's outskirts straight to the cell block. And last is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Cyberpunk 2077 has no game over screens. The only game over screen you'll see in Cyberpunk 2077 is when you die. No matter how badly you mess up a mission's objectives, there will always be a way to continue playing without having to reload from a checkpoint provided you don't die. According to CG. CD Project Red's quest designer, Philip Weber, who recently spoke with German website GameStart, the development team approached mission design with an overarching question. What is the stupidest thing that the player could do? With this philosophy in mind, quests have been designed to allow all kinds of player behavior, ensuring that the game never fails players for engaging in unconventional activities. For example, example, for example, Weber suggests that while protecting an important client, there is nothing stopping you from calling in at a restaurant for a burger. If the client dies when you're getting your fill of food, then the game continues on. Just because you failed the job doesn't mean you failed the game. Games have a long history of frustrating mission design, with the Instafell stealth mission being one of the most well-known. If Weber's comments are anything to go by, there are certain, or there certainly won't be any of those in Cyberpunk 2077. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.